Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Yesterday's show, one of the best pranks in a long time, pulled off by Abby, our phone screener. Nice job, Abby. If you didn't catch it yesterday, when Abby went to the Crater of Diamonds State Park with Lunchbox as he was looking for diamonds, she also grabbed some rocks on the way. And then she went to a jeweler and said, how much are these worth? The jeweler said 9000 But then on the show yesterday, he gave her 5000 bucks. Lunchbox started fighting with Abby. Scuba Steve and Lunchbox started fighting. <laughs> you saw money really ruin friendships quickly. But the joke was, Abby had fooled all of you guys. You had no idea that she had faked the whole thing. Now, we're going to listen back to the clip. And she, remember, she's acting here. And then this is also, what's his name, Dustin? <laughs> Dustin. Dustin's yep. acting too. I think you'll just hear it differently once you know they're acting. But here's what happened on yesterday's show. I, I think I want to take the cash, so I want to see, you know, what you're willing willing to buy them for. Okay. So we looked at them last time. They were, you know, E-color. They're really good color stones. Clarity-wise, they're way up there around BBS. Um, with that, if buying them, I can pay you 5000 for them. So yeah, when he said this yesterday, the oh, room exploded. Were... Everybody's lunch was like, what? Abby's like, ah! <laughs> It was an amazing day. But first of all, let me salute you and Dustin for your acting. Like, that is, yeah. that is, uh, I don't know about Emmy award winning, but maybe like uh, uh, Peabody Golden Globe? or something. One of those weird <laughs> yeah. ones that's on an award okay. show on like a Tuesday on TBS. I'll take it. Great job. Thanks. But what was it like after the show? Because everyone had felt like you lied to them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Eddie keeps coming up to me and he's like, don't talk to me. You're a liar. Don't look at me. Yeah. I mean, I feel that way. You but, can't be trusted. <laughs> well, the whole time, that's what I was saying. Like, I mean, I have to tell, we like to tell Steve everything because he's the executive producer. And he's like, so did you get him checked out today? I'm like, yes. I was just super secretive. And he's like, Abby, just tell me. I'm like, no, I want to reveal it in front of any, everyone. And then Eddie cornered me like in the hallway and was like, we're friends. Tell me, is this real? Like, <laughs> oh, so this is before you. Yeah, this is before I even yeah. did it. Like, this is how hard it's been, like behind the scenes of like keeping a prank. And I was like, yes, I'm telling you the truth. And I'm not good at lying. <laughs> so I was like, he's going to tell. And then Morgan kept coming up to me and she's like, oh, are you excited, girl? Like, what are you going to get with your money? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't lie to you. <laughs> so did you tell her? Um, I did at one point. Oh, I cor- Morgan knew. Oh, oh, oh Morgan God. knew. I had to. It, like, it was a few shows later, and I was like, oh, my gosh, come here. I got to tell you because I can't keep lying. She was about you. to explode, and I was like, just tell me I won't say anything. <laughs> Who was the happiest for you that you had 5000 bucks? Oh, I think Scuba Steve and Eddie, I think. And Morgan was happy for yes. you? And Ray? Oh, my gosh. Okay, Ray was like, he's like, gee, I am 0% jealous of you right now. Like, I'm so happy for you. You deserve this. It He's sounds like, like everyone like, was happy for you except Lunchbox. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We everybody happy. was happy. But him. Everybody is lying to your face. Everybody <laughs> is acting like they're happy when deep down they're like, man, this stupid girl got the money and I didn't. That's not exactly. once. I never oh. thought that. Absolutely. Not once. Not once. No, okay. I mean, we have to go back to remember why I did this prank. It's because he wanted to catfish me. That's and true. He's always mean to me yeah. when I sing. That's true. So that's why I wanted to do this. Anyway. So she wins. She doesn't win. Like in the, <laughs> in the battle of Lunchbox versus Abby, she is the grand <laughs> champion. Oh, you think so, huh? I do think so. Okay. Uh-oh. And you can't win by just being mean to her. Oh, I can. No, you can't. But yeah. Abby, you you just took down Lunchbox. Ah, she didn't. Okay. And, and the, one of the greatest pranks in years. I feel like I won. <laughs> Anything you want to say before we... Well, I mean, I would have got her on the catfish if you wouldn't have told her. I came to you with the idea, so that was my problem, but is coming now, to you with the idea, trusting you with my ideas. <laughs> so really, you, like, what That's you, so mean. No, but What well, she did to you wasn't mean. How is it not mean? What she did to you was say she found some diamonds and she got her some money. What you were doing to her was you were going to create a fake dude and catfish her and then show up as the dude and be like, oh, I got you, you yeah. fell in love with me. 
And that's, guess what? That'd have been champion. Abby, great Frank job. Frank champion. Great job again. Thank Thanks. you. Behind the scenes, so you good. did a great Thanks job. Thanks for letting me do it. We're never going to believe you again, but great right. job. Oh, Liar. I know. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My sister is pregnant with our first baby. She's really excited about having a gender reveal party. I think what she's planning is potentially dangerous, and she wants me to help by purchasing fireworks to reveal the gender. I've attached the picture so you can see what she wants to use. So now, not only do I think the fireworks are a bad idea, I don't even want to go in case something goes wrong. How can I convince her not to go through with this stunt for the gender reveal? From Cecilia. It's a picture of a cannon. Mm, <laughs> oh my gosh. No. It's Phantom brand. Blue or pink, what do you think? <laughs> Fireworks slash fountain. That sounds yeah. fun. Here's what I would say, because I believe any sort of gender reveal with fire or flame is dangerous, and we should... Any any boom. Or airplanes. That could go boom. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> like, anything that could go boom is not a good idea. But what I would say to do is say, hey, I don't feel comfortable with this, yet if she still wants to do it, I think you have to go, and you just have to be on safety patrol. Hmm. with a you, fire extinguisher nearby. Because a lot of these get out of hand, the fire ones, because they're not prepared for the fire to happen. True. And if this is only, this is also a pre-prepared fountain, right? You buy a firework. We do that 4th of July. Absolutely. So I'm going to say, please, sister, can we not do something that goes boom or flame? <laughs> but if you are insistent on it, I will be there, but I would just make sure that you're the fire marshal of the night. Just have that, that nearby, a fire extinguisher in case something Water happens. Water hose. I think this will be fine. The fire, I would maybe not shoot the fireworks into the air. Those land in a field, the whole field catches on fire. Oh, yeah. This fountain is okay because you can control that. So maybe that's what it is. We'll do the fountain, but let's not shoot anything that we don't have control of that flies away from us. You could also make a highlight reel of all of the gender reveals that have gone horribly wrong and gone boom, boom. And you have them play one after another and be like, look, this is potentially what could happen. Like, why don't we just do something like, you know, pop some balloons and blue powder comes out or open a box and blue balloons come out or whatever. Agree. But if she doesn't agree to that, I still think you have to go. It's your sister. And I think you can do this fountain. Just have a fire extinguisher nearby. Because so many of these are just uncontrollable booms and flames. Mm-hmm. You can control if this thing happens to catch something on fire. Why are you peering at me, Eddie, from over there? Because if, listening to Amy, if you compile all the, the gender reveals that went bad, you're going to have like 20 out of the millions True. that went well. So I think we're being a little paranoid. Any holiday where we pop fireworks, we have no problem with it. It's just the media scaring us here. Not exactly. The difference is when we pop fireworks at 4th of July or New Year's, that's a normal time for popping. So things are usually nearby in case something goes wrong. A gender reveal, not the, it's like uh, the South when they get a snowstorm. Not prepared. You don't have the infrastructure. Mm. It's the same thing when you have fireworks when it's not a firework time. So fireworks okay, fire extinguisher, yes. water And hose. don't shoot fireworks away to where you can't put it out if it lands somewhere and catches that on fire. Okay. Okay? That's what I'm going to say. Good. But do not miss this. It's a big part of her life. Thank you for the email. If you want to email us, Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. 
Have you started decorating yet for Christmas? No. Nothing? No. I haven't either. I haven't either. I don't say that in like, oh. No, I wish. But no, the only thing I've done is play some Christmas music. When do you feel like is the most appropriate time to start decorating for Christmas? Oh, I mean, after Halloween. Go for it. But in my household, it would probably be more after Thanksgiving. And that's what most people say. 24% of people say the day after Thanksgiving because you've checked out of that holiday into the next. Yeah. Anyone have Christmas in their house already? No No way. No, Morgan, you do? Oh, yeah. My house is all decked out. Already? Yep. Everything's up. Do you have a Christmas tree up? Yeah. Two (laughs) Christmas trees. One in my bedroom and one in the living room. What? (laughs) Did you do that all yourself? Yeah, my boyfriend helped a little bit, but it was mostly me. So after Halloween, you just started with Christmas. Oh, no, I did it on Halloween. <laughs> oh, see? Yes, are you, I love that. Are you that. real Christmassy? I love Christmas. 24% of Americans do after Thanksgiving. Next, it's December 1st mm-hmm. because December marks Christmas, the first of Christmas month. Yeah. And then after that, some people don't even get started till mid-December. Oh, oh, my gosh. By then, it's like, I what's, mean, what's the, the point? Yeah. Those are the people that probably keep it up till March. Because they're procrastinating, and then they procrastinate taking it down. That's like Eddie and his Santa he left out in his yard. Uh-huh, but I got paid for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you but you, you had left it up a long time anyway. That's where the bit started. <laughs> I did. How long did I keep that up for? March? Till March. <laughs> that's ridiculous. An inflatable Santa till March. <laughs> Does your neighborhood now think that that's, that's your thing? Yeah, I've had a couple people ask if that's uh, it's going to come back up. Because right now we still have the pumpkin from uh, Halloween. That needs to come down, and then it'll be replaced by Big Santa. So you are the procrastinator. Bobby Bones Show. Tomorrow, it's Mariah Carey. Oh! And on Friday, Adele, Cole Swindell, and Lainey Wilson. That's all happening this week on The Bobby Bones Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Morgan Wallen announced the 46 City Dangerous Tour for 2022 with special guests Hardy and Larry Fleet. Tickets for the arena shows will go on sale Friday with the other show's tickets going on sale December 3rd. Darius Rucker has teamed up with the Merchline Fanatics and the NFL to create a collection of clothing with his logo and the logo of all 32 NFL teams. He talked about the new line. And I was like, wow, you come a long way from Charleston, boy. <laughs> Pretty wild, but I love it. I think the clothes are great. I think people are going to love it. Kane Brown and Carrie Underwood with Jason Aldean will be performing at the American Music Awards. The show happens this Sunday on ABC. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Shout out to all the fishermen in Destin, Florida that took place in the Take a Kid Fishing Day just last week over in Destin. Over 300 kids got to go fishing for free. That's 50 chartered boats that took part of this. And it's pretty awesome. They got to keep their fish. They had lunch. And then they got to keep the reel that they used. That's awesome, Love it. Too. They've been doing this for 27 years because Eddie Morgan, who owns a harbor dock there in Destin, his dad started this 27 years ago. He says, I'm going to keep on going as long as I can. That's pretty cool. A lot of kids, too, aren't exposed to fishing unless someone that has access to boats right. or water exposes them. And I'll tell you, as a dad with bunch of boys. I take them fishing. For the first, like, five years, it's tough because you have to bait everything, take the fish off. But now that my kids know how to fish and bait their own hooks, dude, I love it. We go all the time. Bait your hook. (laughs) I think bait mine now. All right, that's what's up. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's going to happen on Thanksgiving for you guys? 
I don't really know yet, but I'm going to have a lot of people at my house. Oh, and, you're doing it? Yes. And there's people coming in town. I've invited other people in town. Like, if anybody doesn't have anything to do, you're welcome at my house. I'm just putting that out there. To everyone? Even to listeners? <laughs> no, to, like, our people. Oh. Kind of like a few years ago when you came over, we had, like, 25 people. Like, I love having people over, except for, I don't really know what we're going to cook this year. <laughs> it really might be just a hodgepodge of all kinds of things. Uh, so... But Thanksgiving is next Thursday, right? Yeah. A, a week and two days away, which is pretty crazy. It's flying in like that. Amy has some Thanksgiving hacks. How many do you have here? I have five. Okay, let's go. Okay, so a lot of times stove space is you know hard to come by when you're cooking a bunch of things. And if you've got your gravy hot and ready to go, a tip is to put it in a big thermos to keep it warm and set it aside and then pour it into a gravy bowl once you're ready. Do you need a pretty big thermos? I don't know how much... I mean, it, gravy seems like it's quite substantial. Yeah, you might need a few thermoses. A few thermoses. Okay. A few Yeti mugs or something. All right, what else? Uh, you can rinse potatoes and sweet potatoes quickly in the dishwasher. Just don't put soap or anything and do a rinse and run through and voila, all your potatoes are washed because sometimes sink space is a lot or scrubbing down the potatoes takes up a lot of time and this will do it for you. You mean the actual potatoes. You can just put them on the rack. Yeah, the actual whole potatoes. Sweet potatoes oh. and potatoes. Put them on the rack. Don't put soap in. <laughs> I would probably not just put soap in not thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. That's how you, and, then, and you're like, oh, you have that Kevin type moment. And right. then for a lot of dishes call for butter. And a great way to get it to melt perfectly is to grate butter with a cheese grater for easy mixing. If you're making biscuits or mashed potatoes That's or uh, putting in Thanksgiving pie crusts. Just grate the butter because that way it's already... Yeah, then you don't have these thinner like, and thick easier chunks. to mix. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can microwave garlic for 15 seconds to easily remove skin. What? I didn't know that. That means nothing to me. I don't use the garlic. It means ev- everything to me, and I'm going to be trying this hack. And then the fifth one is, um, if you want crispy edges on your Thanksgiving stuffing, you can put it in muffin tins for easy serving sizes. But then it makes the edge kind of you know crispy for you. More of because they're. Each stuffing is in a muffin tin. It makes yeah. more edge. Well, for me personally, I'm used to putting it in like a 9 by 13 baking dish or something. And then you just have to cut into it with a spoon and plop it on your plate. But this is like you can make individual little muffin tin stuffings. And then it makes the, the edge like a little muffin and it's crispy and yummy. I'd end up waking up in the morning and eating a muffin. Yeah. And going like, I'm going to have this muffin. <laughs> oh, it's stuffing. It's stuffing. <laughs> a stuffing muffin. Oh, I think that'd be yummy. We'll put this up on our Twitter if you guys want to see this on our Facebook at Bobby Bone Show. Thanksgiving hacks. Thank you, Amy. Are you guys already talking about Christmas presents? Oh, yeah. Usually what we do is we get a catalog and they get to go through it and circle what they want. A catalog? And then, okay, and then we, Little House on the Prairie? Listen. What's happening here? <laughs> it's an easy way for it us is. to keep track. Yeah. And we only pick like one or two things. They circle like 20. You order a paper catalog from places? No, it comes in the mail. Yeah, or if you're at Target, you can pick one up. And then they can flip through it and circle things. It really is helpful. Thank you don't you, do internet Amy. scroll. You do circle the paper. Circle the paper. Yeah. Do you do you read the Sunday funnies afterwards? <laughs> no, you're making fun of it, but it's an easy way to do it. All right, so what what's the deal? Well, they're completely out of touch because one of the biggest gifts that they want for Christmas, the two middle boys, they want pickup trucks. Not toy pickup trucks, real pickup trucks because they were watching on TV and a commercial came out and it said zero money down. And they're like, whoa! This real pickup truck, it's huge, and it's zero dollars. Dad, I want this for Christmas. That doesn't sound like it's in the catalog. No, that was that was separate. That was what they saw on TV. And I'm like, guys, that's not what they mean. And I, I feel like they don't know what money is anyway because it all started when I did sports, and I would pay them for home runs or I'd pay them for, like, any kind of base that they stole. 
and they got like $70. They think $70 can buy them a pickup truck. They or zero re- down. It can actually get them one <laughs> because 70 is greater than zero. Right. So according to the commercial, they can go to the, the car dealership and get themselves a truck. What this sounds like as a parallel to our lives, I'm assuming when you guys were kids like me, I thought, who needs money? You have checks. All you have to do is sign it and give, Easy. Them, give them a check. <laughs> they didn't need any money. Well, just buy that. We got checks. There are checks in the checkbook, so that means we have money. Mm-hmm. And then after that, there were credit cards. And That's even credit easier. Cards. Yeah. I've often spoke of the one credit card we had as a kid was a JCPenney's credit card that my mom finally got. The interest rate was like 40%. And that's what we got school shoes with. Yeah. And so, but I was like, why can't we have more stuff? You have the credit card. <laughs> it's unlimited. You can have whatever you want. Then you two were out of touch. <laughs> what do the boys want? Like, what do they want that you can probably get them? I mean, the things right now that they want, the things that they've circled, a lot of PS4 games. I mean, they want a PS5. But daddy only has a PS4, so they're getting, they just want games for that console right now. No chance they get a PS5? I mean, I just feel like if we're going to do a PS5, I've got to be on board because I play it more than they do. That's the trick, though. You're actually getting you a gift while getting all of them a split gift. But what would you do with your PS4? It just sits there, right? Well, yeah, I gave mine away. Yeah. I gave mine away to, to a kid who didn't have a PlayStation 4. Okay. So you could give it away. <laughs> you can it always just do sit that. There. What did you get, Stevenson? Did you get him a PS uh-huh. what? PS4. Four? Yeah. Okay, that's what we have then. That was right before the PS5 came out. Mm-hmm. So I got Amy's son a PS4, but I bought him a new one. So you're saying get myself a I'm PS5, saying, but give wink. it to them. Yes, do the old wink wink. <laughs> All right. Like wink wink, I got you guys a PS5. <laughs> but reality, you got you a PS5. That's genius. They're hard to get. Oh, are they still hard to get? I figured they were everywhere now. Mm, They're still pretty hard to get. So you can get them on like secondary sites for a couple hundred bucks more, or you can like get on these sites and see when they're being loaded in. All right, I'm looking into this now. I think that's the move. Better than a truck (laughs) for zero down. Get them a PS5. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So theboot.com put out a list of the top sad love songs in country music, and I've got the top five. We're all going to be crying and sad at the end of this segment. <laughs> I know, get your tissues. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and at number five, Garth Brooks' The Dance. Our lives are better left That song has become so big that I don't associate it with being so sad. It's just a good song at this point. Do you guys feel sad when you hear it? Yes. No. No. Not really. Well, something sad happened in the news growing up when that song was popular. Like, So you connected it to an event. Multiple uh. teenage girls were murdered at a yogurt shop in Texas, and that was the song I think they played at the funeral. So anytime I think of it, I think of the yogurt shop murders. I was right. This whole segment's going to bring us down <laughs> one way or the other. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Next up. And at number four, Hank Williams, I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry. Like me, he's lost. The will to live. I'm so lonesome I could cry. When he died, his funeral, because he died really early, his funeral in Birmingham, they had 25,000 people that showed up to wow. his funeral. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? It's so, it's just so sad. This oh, segment man. is so sad. Sorry, sorry. We'll, we'll make it faster. So it's Say a, it with like an upbeat voice. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, in at number three, Patsy Cline, I Fall to Pieces. This song's so good. I don't even so get sad on this song. I don't get sad. Two pieces. Boom, boom, boom. I just get sad thinking about how she died in yeah, a plane me crash. Too. Oh, no, <laughs> what's happening here? Oh. <laughs> she did. Think about it. In Tennessee, yeah. weather was bad. It's so mm-hmm. sad. I yeah. know she was so young. Yeah, that stinks. Okay, uh, and at number two, Tim McGraw, if you're reading this. Oh, this is the saddest song I know. Ever. It's, I'm, I, I, my husband can't even listen to it. He turns it off. If you're reading this, 
my mama sitting there Looks like I only got a one-way ticket over here I heard him play this in a theater when he was doing his book tour. And he played it just him. And I was like, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. Yeah. This is the worst segment we've ever done. Yeah, dang, guys. Come on. All right. <laughs> number one. Maybe some people needed to cry today. It's therapeutic. Go ahead. I'm at number one. George Jones, he stopped loving her today. He stopped loving her today. Do you know, I'm going to ask Scuba Steve, who didn't grow up on country music. Do you know why he stopped loving her? Uh, she cheated on him. That's what uh, you would expect. Good guess. Yeah. No. Why it's such a love song is he stopped loving her today because he died. Oh, that okay, that's pretty cool. That's pretty heartfelt. Like I get that's it. the only time that he stopped loving her. He was never gonna stop loving her until boom, he died. Very poetic. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was never gonna stop loving her alive. Yeah. There you go. I feel like we should teach Scuba something every day about <laughs> you country <should>. music. <laughs> okay. We got, guys, we got to stretch. Well, because that's a sad segment. I know, but then I also just realized my next story is about a terminally ill man. But there's got to be a good ending. Yes. Go ahead. It's like a little tell me something good because this guy, Daryl Meekham, he has a bucket list. He mooned a speed camera. It's what he's always wanted to do. <laughs> and I guess at the, that point, you got this 55-year-old man facing death. If that's what he wants to do, like, do you give him a ticket? This is the worst segment we've ever done. <laughs> okay. I'll say it he again. got arrested. You got to end this thing on something strong. <laughs> I know. He got he got hit up at no, his house. No, we're done with for... this segment. We're done with this segment. <laughs> oh, you know, no, with this that, that one. Go to the next story. Okay. Yeah. I have star couples you probably forgot about. <laughs> okay. This is fun. <laughs> like, did you know Sharon and Tom Cruise were together? What? Mm, before I cared. Sandra Bullock and Ryan Gosling. Yes. Ryan Reynolds and Alanis Morissette. Yes. Sarah Jessica Parker and Robert Downey Jr. Didn't care. <laughs> Cameron Diaz and Justin Timberlake. Did not know. Oh. Matt Damon and Winona Ryder. Don't know who she is. Winona Ryder. Yeah, who is that? Uh, she's the, oh, she's, she stole. Yes. She stole. That's yeah, right. That's, that's right. what you know her that's from. Right. Nicole Kidman and Lenny Kravitz. You think Vaguely familiar. knows about that one? Yes, I do think he knows about <laughs> that one. For sure. Okay. And then lastly, uh, Jessica Simpson and John Mayer. Yes. If her In her book called Open Book that she wrote, she does a lot of info on John Mayer and their dating life. It's very interesting. I highly recommend it. Okay. I don't highly recommend listening back to this segment <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Nautica is 32 weeks pregnant. She's driving in Trinity, North Carolina when she loses control of her car, flips it into a ditch, and it starts to catch on fire. Luckily for her, her husband was driving in the car in front of her, saw it in the rearview mirror, turned around, came back, and pulled her out of the car before it fully engulfed in flames. That whole flipping a car thing. Yeah. Crazy. That's a whole different level of car wreck. Like, to see that big old piece of machinery go upside down. Mm-hmm. And then to see it be, have it be your wife or somebody you know behind Dang. you. I wonder why they were traveling front to back. I don't know. It just says they were traveling and she doesn't remember the wreck. She was following her husband. Next thing she knows, she woke up in the hospital. Crazy. One time I was driving and I, in front of me, they were hauling a mattress that we were moving from Arkadelphia, Arkansas to Little Rock. And my buddy had tied down the mattress. We were just following him. And the interstate, which was normally obviously two lanes and then two lanes the other way, one of the entire lanes was shut down. So there was a median in the middle, and it was one lane going each direction on one side. 
and we saw the mattress fly out of his truck, cross lanes, Ooh. and go into oncoming traffic, the one lane. Mm. And we, I just saw people start swerving. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to see a, a death here. Did it cause a wreck? It did not. <laughs> Good. Did you get the mattress back? <laughs> no. Well, we, we drove back around, and an 18 wheeler luckily had seen it. Oh. After many people had run over it, hung, and we're swerving around it. Uh, 18 wheeler stopped, put its lights on, pulled it out of the road. We went back over to it, threw that thing in the dump. Oh, man. My dumb friend didn't, like, strap it down all the way. If a mattress gets air underneath it, gone. Happens. I remember just following close, seeing it, and being freaked out. It's slow motion. And you guys are, no! No! (laughs) Hey, nobody was hurt there either. No no heroics, but nobody was hurt. (laughs) All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bones Show. Tomorrow, it's Mariah Carey. And on Friday, Adele, Cole Swindell, and Lainey Wilson. That's all happening this week on The Bobby Bones Show. Lunchbox, would you explain to our listeners how much you play the lottery? $150 every paycheck, so twice a month. That's crazy. Oh that is so Three much money. $100 Dude, that's, a that's, month. That's wild. Hey, and maybe I get a wild hair on a Wednesday if I stop to get gas, and, you know, I see those scratchers. They make them bright and shiny so the sun hits off of them, and it's just like diamonds in your eyes. So you walk in when you get your paycheck, and do you buy 150 at once? No, so I, I like to spread it out. I'll go to small towns around town if it's a big lottery. Sometimes I buy them all together. It's just every time is different because you got to switch up the strategy. But you do this every two weeks. Every two weeks. Does your wife know you spend 150 bucks every two weeks? Hey, it's my money, and she wants me to win the lottery. Mm-hmm. She wants to live comfortably with me. And what's the most you've ever won? $500. I mean, that's so that's awesome. Good. That's not, a good win, but, but that's the most great. you've ever won since how old? 18. I mean, you're at such a loss. It's crazy. The, do you ever buy the same ticket over and over again, meaning like a lottery ticket with the numbers? No, I just do quick picks because if I happen to miss a drawing and those numbers hit, I'd be out. This woman in Norfolk, Virginia, bought 40 identical tickets for the same lottery drawing and won 40 times mm. for $108,000. It was a pick four game. 2582 got 40 of those tickets, and one win was 2700 bucks. But because oh she bought 40, she goodness. won $108,000. What would you rather do, scratch off or the numbers? Oh, I mean, the scratch, I mean, they're both so exciting. But I'd rather the numbers because you're going to win more. You're going to win $100 million, maybe. You have three kids now and you're still spending 150 bucks every two weeks? I got to put them in college somehow, right? But that, but no, putting them in college is saving that money. Yeah, he doesn't get it, though. But that's money that you're going the opposite direction. You're losing. Yeah, but you got to think $150 a month or every two weeks. Yeah. That's not going to be enough to get them into college. It but, is if you start. But adding- $100 million, uh, get them into college. It'll buy them the college. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. Why did the cranberries turn red? Why did the cranberries turn red? Because they saw the turkey dressing. <laughs> saw the turkey dressing. Turkey. <laughs> That was the morning corny. On the phone is Megan, who lives in Texas. Megan, what's happening? Hello. 
Doing good. Just taking the kids to school. Well, thank you for calling the radio show. What can I do for you? So I had a question. We're kind of talking about concerts. And I had a question about concert etiquette. Okay. And so it's, it was at the amphitheater. So, of course, it's outdoor. But where we were sitting was, you know, it was a sitting. We had a seat. And there was two girls in front of us that stood most of the concert. And so I just wondered, is that proper etiquette when everyone else is around you to stand? Or was that wrong of them? So a lot mm. of factors going to play mm. here. This one's hard. It is hard. And here's my general rule. If it's a fast song, you can stand up. If it's a slow song, you should probably sit down. Now, you can stand up. That's your right. You yeah. got the ticket, but we're talking etiquette. We're not talking law. We're not talking <laughs> kick you out. If it's a Chris Stapleton show and he's playing, you know, one of his ballady type songs, and you notice that people behind you are sitting down, you probably look around, read the room, and sit down. Because it ain't cool to stand in front of people the whole time. It isn't. You did buy the ticket. You can do whatever you want. But if listen, if you're in a theater and you're inside, you're pretty much sitting down the whole time because those seats are dedicated. An amphitheater, that's where it gets dicey because you have seats, but it's outside. You read the room, slow songs, you sit down. Fast songs, you want to stand up, you can. But you can do whatever you want, and you have the right to be annoyed at people who, who also don't. But that, that, that's how I do it. Yeah, I mean, but even in a slow song, some people like to stand up and sway side to side. If I've been waiting the whole year for a show, man, I've, I've stood up the entire show. That's okay. It's your right to do that. But I'm telling you, I look behind me too. Uh-huh. And if I'm the only one standing up, I realize that I'm not going to play and buy the, the group rules here. Right. Yeah. It also, it's okay if you sit down. You're not missing out. If everybody else is sitting down, heck, heck it kind of feels better. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> you at, get to rest. At a game, you can stand up the whole time if you want. Because you're outside, you're at a sporting event. It's, but at a, at a, you don't have to read the room at a game. What no. if your entire section is at a game? Shut up. You can stand up or sit down. <laughs> Whatever. You can yell the whole time. It doesn't matter. Interesting. A game's different than a concert because sound. Also, you can yell. Mm. Um, that's what I'm going to say. Yes, that's annoying. But I'm going to say that it's they didn't do wrong, but they should have paid attention to their surroundings. Yeah, you can't ask them to sit down. I know because then so well, I mean, within a fight. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It is what it is. So what's our ruling on this? Re- yeah, read the room. You can't do anything about it. It's a bummer. But if I'm a concert goer, I pay attention to what's going on around me, and I don't want to be the awkward one out. It's mostly just doing to others the golden rule. Yeah. Yes. Do unto others mm-hmm. as you <laughs> love your neighbor. <laughs> it stinks, but I'm going to side with you and say those girls were being annoying. Um, but they have every right to be annoying because it's America. Exactly. It's <laughs> America. All right. Thank you for the call. <laughs> On the phone is Taylor, who lives in Tennessee. Hey, Taylor, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. We're going to give you a chance to win 100 bucks here. How do you feel about Ooh. that? Oh, awesome. So cool. there's a game, and we were never told to play it on air. We just started playing it called Blank Slate. And we're going to give you a chance to play with someone here on the show. <laughs> and if you can match oh. three out of five, you'll win the 100 bucks. Okay, so for example, if I were to say super blank... Taylor, super blank. What would you put in that second spot? Super what? Probably hero. Oh, okay, I would, say, I would have said super bowl. Oh, I said oh. supermarket. Right. Oh. So, that wouldn't have been a match. Okay. I think we need to do two out of five. Yeah. Instead yeah. of three out of five. <laughs> two out of five. Okay, uh, so who would you like to partner up with, Taylor? I'm going to give you your options. Amy. Okay. 
lunchbox. Yeah, let's do this. Eddie. I mean, I know Bobby really well, so. You, no, no, no. You're playing you're with her. You're matching with her. I, I oh, know Taylor. Her. I know you really well. Taylor, we know each other. Morgan. I'm, I'm good at this game. And Morgan's also 28. You know, I think you have, there's a demographic thing to look into. There's mm. a, maybe a <laughs> male-female thing to look into. Raymundo. Yeah! I have no idea what demographic he is. <laughs> yeah. But who would you like to partner with to win $100? I'm kind of torn, but I think I'm going to go with Morgan. Okay. Oh, my gosh. And why did you pick Morgan? Because uh, she's probably right up my alley. We're like the same age, and I'm hoping that we can match. Okay, the game so is... I can win 100 bucks. It's called Blank Slate. And so what happens here is I'll give you a blank and then a word, or word then blank. Morgan, write your answer down. Okay. And we'll see if we match. The first word... Blank mate, M-A-T-E. <laughs> Blank mate. Morgan, let me know when you're in. I'm in. Okay, can you match Morgan's word, uh, Taylor? What do you have? Um, I would say team mate. Team mate. Oh, no. Morgan, what did you write? Checkmate. Okay, hey, that's oh, yeah. one. Interesting. Yes. That's only one. Why are you rooting for her to lose? Because she didn't pick me. Oh, gosh. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's, that's incorrect. Okay, come on. We can do this. Checkmate. No, no, okay. Terrible one. No, Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Next up, vegetable blank. Oh, easy. Vegetable. Really, Eddie? Oh my answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah, easy. Yeah, I got one easy. right away. Vegetable blank. I struggle with that one, Morgan. I- I'm struggling. Because I don't think medley's gonna win. Because <laughs> 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 now I think a vegetable medley. I mean, I, like, if it was veggie, you could do, like, veggie tails. But, like, vegetable, man. Vegetable. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Gotta or, pick something. Do you have something, I Morgan? <laughs> I do, but it's... You got it, Morgan. <laughs> okay, what do you have, Taylor? I have vegetable... Soup. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, that's the yes. obvious one. That's vegetable a, soup. I never. Yes. I would have had ten of them and never got that one. Oh. oh. My other one I wrote in was vegetable tray, like a veggie uh, tray. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A veggie Morgan, tray. what did you write? Did I you mean, write I, soup? I had an S, but it was sauce. Vegetable, vegetable sauce. sauce? Okay. What is vegetable sauce? It's good. I don't know, yeah. I don't know but another <laughs> one wrong. Yes. Lunchbox, quick. Like. Give me okay. that energy in here. Next up, you need to get two of the final three. <laughs> okay. Blank belly. Blank belly. Blank, Blank belly. belly. Oh, oh. I got one. Okay. Taylor, it's over to you as we play Blank Slate. Blank Belly. Oh, my gosh. Um. Come on, you can do it. I'll do... <laughs> I'll do beer belly. Yes. Oh, Morgan, Woo. what do you have? Beer belly. Beer belly. Yeah. Wow. I would have said fat belly. That's <laughs> a good one, though. I was thinking pork belly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I have my favorite kind of pork. That's good. The belly. All you need is one more, Taylor. Yes. Okay. Let's go. The next one up. Blank class. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Blank class. Blank class. Like a C-L-A-S-S. We can do this, Taylor. One word. Blank class. <sighs> okay. For the win and for $100. Morgan's your word in? I'm in. Taylor, what did you write down? Spin class? Spin class. Morgan, I'm coming over to you. For the win and for $100, what did you write? High class. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I would have gone with first class. Oh. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's all down to this one. Oh, man. 
I'm so nervous. But Taylor, we can do this. You have my sister's name. We got to get some sister telepathy going. <laughs> okay. Final question. I hate oh. this <laughs> For a $100 doll hairs. That's how you said doll hairs. I did. Oh, okay. For $100 doll <laughs> exactly hairs. Blank pad. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. That's easy. Blank Come on. pad. We can do this. For the win. Come on, Taylor. I'm in. A hundred bones. A hundred doll hairs. A hundred granola mola. Whoa. Let's go. A hundred. Okay, you get it. A blank pad. <laughs> Just say dollars, dude. Yeah. Come on, Taylor, Tay. what do you have? Oh, my gosh. I don't know that this is going to matter. Taylor, 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 this is the easiest one. What? Flash pad? What? Oh, my gosh. Oh, what? Well, and you had to put oh iPad, gosh. right? I did. What is... What no, is Maxi. No, I was thinking <laughs> iPad, but I didn't think I was a word. Oh, yeah. Uh, the whole show's eyeballs are like, we cannot believe she didn't pick iPad. I is a word. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Wait, what's this? <sighs> In my ear, what? Bonus chance! Oh! oh! Let's go! You get one more shot, Taylor. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. Small blank. <laughs> we went from like really easy to really hard. Guys, I don't know if you can say that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't no. like that. Think, that was guys, my first thought. Think about it. Think about it. Small blank. Morgan, don't. <laughs> Is it mall? Like M-A-L-L? No, no. Small. No, small. Like, like a tiny little, but small. Oh, small. Small blank. Oh, I tell you Lord. what. Oh. Come Eddie on. and Lunchbox can write your answers down. Dude, I got you it. Can match it. with any of them. I got want. it. Okay. This is so easy. Small blank. Yeah, it's for you. Easy. But it's, the the point is the other half has to get it too. I know. Yeah. I get it. But Taylor Small feels me. Small blank. Small. You are. Yeah. Okay. Morgan's in. Eddie, are you in? Yeah. Lunchbox, you in? I'm in. All right, Taylor. Small blank. No reaction from the peanut gallery. Got it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Small blank. Um, small pox. Small pox. Interesting. Okay, let's go to Morgan first. If you match small pox, she wins $100. Morgan, small, what do you have? Hands. Small hands. Okay. Oh, my goodness. That's also terrible. Wow. Okay. Uh, no, that's insane. Small hands. I know. Eddie. You really want mine? Do I not? You really want mine? Okay, lunchbox. Small town. That's what I had, small that town. Small town. Oh, that's what I had, that small was so town. obvious. That's what, what I had, small town. What did you have, Eddie? That's small town. Now, she said smallpox, which is tough. I mean, we haven't had that thing. That hey, we haven't had that disease in a month of Sundays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. She's like Morgan's age. I'm shocked she yeah, knew that. I too. had Smallville, which is like, isn't that the show you watch, Morgan? Yeah, that was a show. Yeah. Superhero show. But Ville, would that be a word? Smallville. Uh, I guess so. I'd like I don't, I and I I, same I don't know. I didn't think. I think it just had to be a thing yeah, that people say. Eddie, if you match smallpox, she wins 100 bucks in cash. Bones. What what is your answer? Who was closest to the time that smallpox was around? Well, you're older than that. That would be me because I wrote down smallpox. Come on! Yeah! Yeah! Did you really? I did, and I showed lunchbox. He goes, "What is that?" <laughs> I, yeah! I didn't know what that was. Wow, it, it, we have a winner! I cannot believe <laughs> it. Let's go, Taylor! Congratulations! Oh Taylor just won a hundred bucks. That prize is courtesy of our friends at the Op Games, which, by the way, they have that game, Blank Slate. That's what we just played on the air. It's a board game that we play anytime we have game night. So go check out game, uh, Blank Slate wherever you buy your games. 
Holy crap. Nice job, you two. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Taylor. Thanks, Morgan, Eddie. fair job. I, I tried really hard. That iPad, though, is going to yeah. stick with me forever. All right, Taylor, hang on the phone, okay? Okay, cool. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Don't hang up, but bye-bye. <laughs> It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. I'd like to bring on Dina, who lives in Nebraska, who's going to share a tell me something good. Hi, Dina. Hi, Bobby. Good morning. Please share your story with us. Good morning. Good morning, studio. Morning. Um, Yeah, I have a really good uh, tell me something good. My brother, um, Tuesday, this last Tuesday, was um, rock climbing, and um, they were at a stopping point, and... He ended up falling between 65 and 70 feet from the ledge. Wow. And they, when he first got life-sighted, they were expecting him not to live at all. Um, and then when they took him in for surgery, they said that he was going to be 100% paralyzed. And then on Thursday, um, he was wiggling his toes and talking and uh, just making jokes with the nurses and staff and everything else. Um, and then as of yesterday, they have moved him from the ICU to a regular hospital room. Holy yes. crap. They thought he was going to die. I know. <laughs> and now he continues yes. to progress to the fact that now he's doing stand-up for the nurses. Nice. That's what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. right here. Come on. <laughs> That's awesome. You have to be so relieved, right? And you're not out of the woods yet, but yes. you have to be so relieved. Yeah, I mean, they say that it's going to take him about a year for rehab, but he does have a chance to walk again. But we're just thankful that he is alive and he's, He's his old self. Like, there is no cognitive cognitive brain damage or anything like that either. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. We love that for you. Pass along, you know, our best wishes, and we're thinking of them. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. All right. Hey, you're a part of Tell Me Something Good. There we go. There she is. Everybody clap it up for Dina with Tell Me Something Good. (laughs) That was Tell Me Something Good. Okay, Lunchbox, what did you do this time? I've decided I've reached the status where I need to have the grocery store closed for me. So I can shop in peace. <laughs> That's what Michael Jackson used to do. He would close down the store, and then they would hire actors to play people and simulate the real grocery experience for him. Unbelievable. Aww. Because yes. he would just get crushed wherever he went. And that's the problem. I stopped at the grocery store the other night, just ran in to get, like, eggs, milk, and bread. And two people stopped me to get a picture. Ugh. And I'm like... Life is so hard, huh? <laughs> so it really tough. is. It really is. I thought I could just go in, go out. Two minutes. Ends up taking about 10 minutes. It's like, I don't have time for this anymore in my life. So I've reached that level. No, you haven't. Two people. We did the bit where he went to the tour bus and was like, anybody want a picture? I thought that would settle it. Not a single person wanted a picture. (laughs) And this isn't like it was prime time. This was at 9 o'clock at night on the way home from my soccer game. So the grocery store was pretty much empty. But two people shopping wanted pictures. Here is Lunchbox calling a grocery store as a big celebrity to see if they would close it down. Here you go. Customer service. Uh, yes, ma'am. I was just calling because I'm trying to do some grocery shopping, and now that I'm kind of famous, you know, at that level, I was wondering if I could get the store shut down so I could do some grocery shopping in peace and quiet. <laughs> oh, well, I uh, I completely understand that. Um, we don't currently have uh, any procedures or protocols for that kind of situation. Uh, we don't really have uh, Dolly Parton shopping at our store too often, I, I wish, but... Um, yeah, I'm I, not quite sure what I could do for you. I was thinking um, like 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 on a Wednesday afternoon from noon to one. You know, there we do do delivery, so you can order <laughs> online all the groceries that you need. You can you know put in the notes, clarify everything, and we can deliver that right to your door. Yeah, I get that, but if I order online, then you guys know where I live. 
Do you do you mind me asking who I'm speaking with? Uh, yeah, this is Lunchbox. Hello. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, sorry, I think you might have broken up. Uh, who Who did you say this was? Yeah, this is Lunchbox, the guy from from the Bobby Bone Show on the radio. Gotcha, gotcha. Like I said, uh, we don't really have a protocol for this, and no offense, but you aren't Dolly Parton. Maybe if Dolly Parton did call, then I would then I would con- reconsider and see if my boss would change some things around, but I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. Okay. Well, I'll leave a comment card that says maybe you need a new job, and I'll take my business across the street. Oof. I hope you have a bad day. <gasps> Bye-bye. Oh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Why did you take it out on her? Because she's trying to act cool, and I'd like she doesn't know who I am. You trying called to- asking to shut the store down for an hour. Yeah, and she's like, I don't know who you are. Yeah, right. Stop it. Like, no. I know you don't want to geek out and act like a fan. Oh, you think she was lying? Yes. Does it hurt you when she doesn't know who you are? Yeah, because I think she's lying to me. So it doesn't hurt you. You think she's just lying to yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think she's just trying to play it cool. Okay, well, thank you for doing that little science experiment for us. Uh, you're welcome. The assignment was bringing an awesome song that maybe people have forgotten about in country music. We did it yesterday. The winner was Jared Neiman, Lover, Lover, Jam. We played it. Now, we're switching it up today. We don't know who's bringing what song. Oh. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, that way it's kind of blindly voted. So the rules are it's got to be a country song from 1990 on and a song that, you know, we probably hadn't thought about in a while. So, I mean, if you show up with Garth, Friends in Low Places, we thought about that, right? <laughs> yes, we never forgot it. All the time, it. yeah. Right. But we're not going to know who brought what song. You can't vote on your own song, and we'll see who wins. Okay. All right. Mike D will read them off. Mike D, what's the first awesome song from 1990 to now that people may have forgotten about? Tracy Lawrence, Texas Tornado. My little Texas Tornado Blowing me away again That song is so good. And I did an hour interview with Tracy Lawrence. It's on the Bobby cast. It's so good. I had to hear him tell the story about this song. But Texas Tornado is the first song up for awesome song we may have forgotten about. What's song number two? Alabama, the cheap seats. We don't worry about the pen as much. We just like to see the boys hit it deep. There's nothing like the view from the, from cheap, the cheap seats. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That's a jam, too. I forgot about that one. Okay. Uh, next one. Running out of moonlight, Randy Hauser. Oh! Have you ever seen a sky this clear? Oh. Yeah. That song reminds me of moving to Nashville. Ooh. It Great was a memories. big song when we moved here in the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. We were like, what the crap are we doing moving here? <laughs> okay, one more. Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow, Picture. Oh, that's a good one, too. I put your picture Sat down and cried. This song, to me, I thought was so deep. He had two. This one and God Only Knows Why, I think was the other one. He had two slow songs. <laughs> I thought Kid Rock was like <laughs> the poet, <laughs> Mr. Sensitive. Yeah. Okay. We have four songs. Now you can't vote on your own. But don't say whose is whose. Got it. So again, just to run them down, the four songs are Texas Tornado, Tracy yep. Lawrence, Alabama, The Cheap Seats, Run Out of Moonlight, Randy Hauser, Kid Rock, and Cheryl Crow. Picture. Okay. First up on the voting block is Tracy Lawrence, Texas Tornado. What? We can what's, vote what's your, for anything. Just not your own. And okay. it's, we only have one vote, right? You have one yeah. vote, yeah. We have one vote. All right. Who wants to vote for Texas Tornado? Say aye. I. Oh, okay. Love this song. <laughs> it's a so good song. Yes, I'm in. It's a good song. Okay. Texas Tornado with one vote. One oh, vote. Oh, man. Alabama, the cheap seats. We don't worry about the 
Not the pinhead, but we just lost. I like this one. Oh, man. I'm torn. I'm torn between a couple of them. I wouldn't thought this one was yours, though, Bones. It's either this one or I'm gonna or Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow for me because both of them I haven't thought about in a long time. I'm going to vote for this one. I haven't thought about Cheap Seats from Alabama. The video is awesome, too. I'm voting for Cheap Seats. Anybody else voting for Cheap Seats? No? Okay. Next song. Running out of Moonlight, Randy Hauser. Have you ever seen a sky this clear? Any votes for Running Out of Moonlight? Yeah! <laughs> there he is. But, but you can't vote for yourself. You can't Correct. vote for yourself. Okay. Right. You're right, Amy. I didn't vote for myself. <laughs> And then finally, <laughs> I know the rule from Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow. Okay. I put your picture away. Anyone voting for this song? I. Amy. Okay. It looks like we all have one vote. Yeah, everyone has one vote. Well, so, the other people can jump in real quick. <laughs> okay. Morgan, what's your vote? Oh, it's going to picture for sure. What? Oh. Mike D, what's your vote? I'm gonna go with Alabama. Okay. Scuba Steve, what's your vote? My vote goes to the cheap seats. Okay. Oh, yeah. Scuba Steve doesn't even know. Oh, He's just sitting there. That's a cool song, man. Come on. It's okay. No, Texas the, Tornado the, the, for life. Cheap Seats. Okay. Eddie, that was mine. Uh, I knew it, Amy. Mine was Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow picture. Oh, Cheap Seats. Oh, Cheap Seats. I knew Lunchbox was Cheap Seats. How did he know that one? I knew it was him because it was a baseball song. There's only two people that will pick sports stuff. Lunchbox or me. Lunchbox, nice job. Thank you. On the phone, it's Charmaine in New Mexico. Morning, studio. Morning. What can I do for you? Okay, so I'm calling in to talk about a commercial I heard on the podcast the other day. So I listen to your podcast during lunch every day, and I play it on my speaker. And a commercial came on regarding if your thing is bent. (laughs) No, it did not. No, it didn't. If your thing is bent. I just ran to my speaker and turned it down, and I was thinking of Amy last week when she was talking about commercials and she was saying, turn it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, turn, turn them up because we appreciate our sponsors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's, I, what's interesting about this is I think podcast commercials are targeted just as ads are mm. on social media. Mm. <laughs> so meaning everyone's not hearing the same digital commercial. So without asking, Shermaine, is this an issue? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's what I I noted down when I made sure I was going to call in. I was like, I've never, this is not in my search history, but I thought it was so funny. And now I've noticed that, that commercial comes on each podcast. So, oh, no. each- uh, Have you checked your husband's search history? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Well, uh, thank you for letting us know. I wish we could change that. You know, there are digitally directed, the podcast commercials. And I think that's odd. I don't think that's something that's common. At one point, there was some kind of e-cigarette, and I clamped that on that one hard and was like, no way. Now, none of us are voicing that commercial, no. right? It's a generic. No. Hey, I'm Lunchbox. <laughs> hey, guys. Well, Shermaine, I'm sorry you had to hear that. Yeah. I, it is a problem that men deal with, though. And we should not make it mm. something that people are embarrassed about. Right. No. Right. All right, uh, Charmaine, thank you. For, thank you for listening, and I hope you have an awesome day. You too. Thank right. you. Bye. Oh, oh. I, can I ask one thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Go ahead. Eddie, how do you feel? I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh. Oh, awesome. Thank okay. you. Okay. Right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
Bye, Charmaine. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Kentucky. A teacher showed up for work. He's in the parking lot, and students look. It's like, man, he's asleep in his truck. Must have had a rough night. Turns out he was still drunk from the night before. Oh, oh. he did have a rough night. <laughs> well, or did he have a great night <laughs> and just never ended that night? That could be it, too. <laughs> so what happened to him? So he was arrested and charged with DUI mm. because he's behind the wheel of a vehicle. Oh, my. Now, does it come into play if the keys are in the ignition or not? I know some states, it's if the keys are within reach, then you can be charged with DUI. So they wow. always say, if you're going to sleep in your car after drinking, you're supposed no, your to put keys the keys across key- the road. No, pe- <laughs> Get in the back put- seat. No, you put your keys in the trunk. Oh. Really? I haven't yes. heard that. Absolutely, 100%. Well, what if you have the push button start? Your car will still start. I'm just, well, this was the, <laughs> Amy, that's new technology. I don't know the new laws, but I'm telling you, I've been told multiple times, if you've had too much to drink and you're going to sleep in your car, put the keys in the trunk so they know you're not trying to drive. Oh. I also think sleeping in your car sometimes is a good alternative. Sure. Yes. And there's it's the alternative to yeah. driving. So I wondered what that rule, and we're probably wrong about the law here. Because Lunchbox is guessing what he thought the law used to be <laughs> No, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I had a cop tell me that, and I've slept in my car, and I've put my keys in the trunk. <laughs> the then cop's he, probably like, what a bonehead. Then he woke I up, he's like, how do I get my keys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe it's now that you put yourself in the trunk. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah. I would definitely go back seat, though. Yeah, for or sure. Or passenger seat. That way you're not behind the wheel. Exactly. Mm. That's how you get around that. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> A lot of listeners are calling us with their personal tell-me-something-goods. It's something that we've began to encourage. It's awesome. And right now, Nina is on in Clovis, California. I was headed to pick up my son from daycare on uh, last Friday. And on uh, turning onto one of the streets, I noticed a wallet in the road. And everybody's running it over, and there's paperwork everywhere, and I felt bad. I was like, oh, I'm going to pull over and pick it up. Um, so I grabbed all the items, and as I was picking everything up, I noticed that the documents were really old. They were like 1940 paperwork for um, somebody's honorable discharge. And I realized like, oh my gosh, this is something really special right here. So I gathered everything up and went to the car and I was like, well, how can I get this back to this guy? And if my math is correct, he would have been about 97. So, you know, it was like kind of a long shot looking for the owners, but I was going to try it out. So I sent a message to our local news station and asked if they could share it on their Facebook page. They did. And um, we were able to find the family for the gentleman. Turns out the gentleman had passed away, unfortunately, a few days prior. And they, the son was taking those papers to the funeral home to plan him a veteran service. I bet they were so pumped that you stopped and you had those papers to give them. Well, thank you for that I mean, story. Thank you for stopping. Thank you for going through all that effort to make sure that family got their documents back. You know, I'm sure oh. that means more to them than, than we could ever imagine. I'm just happy to do it. I'm glad to get it back to them. I know I would want somebody to do that for us if we ever were in a situation like that. Yeah, and I'm just thinking about that family having those military documents. Like when you're planning a funeral, if you want your loved one, if they did serve, there's certain benefits that come along with that and special ceremonial type things that go down that they can do for you. And so it's huge to have that paperwork because you have to be able to prove it. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for sharing that with us and hope you have an awesome day. All right, thank you, you too. All right, bye, Nina. All right, that's it for today. Thank you guys. I think tomorrow's Mariah Carey Day, so Mariah Carey will be on tomorrow's show. All right, we'll see you guys then. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones Show. Tomorrow, it's Mariah Carey. And on Friday, Adele.
Nicole Swindell. My last single Saturday night. And Lainey Wilson. Yeah, I know a few things a man ought to know. That's all happening this week. On The Bobby Bones Show. You're listening to The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones.